I see you and I know you're struggling. You beautiful, wild-hearted girl. I know that you feel the undercurrent toe, the pull of a thousands-year-old current on your soul with every word, comment, criticism, and once-over you hear and you see. You feel the overwhelming pull to submit, to take a step back, to change yourself, to apologize for the fire that burns inside of you. Your logic even tries to convince you to become what you know they'll like better, to repress your true feelings about what you love and even what you hate. They say to just give in, to do it their way, and then you'll earn their love, their approval, and their support. Today, you may feel like they've convinced you that maybe they're just right, and yet, your deepest self, your true self, your soul cringes at the thought. Is it really better to be surrounded by people I don't respect than to stand alone and to respect and honor myself? Is it better to be liked by them but not like myself? If their way is so right, if it's supposed to be life-giving, then why are they all so miserable all the time? Why do they have so much time for criticism of others and no time of living themselves? That pull to submit, to cower, to change yourself, it's not just the result of judgy critical people. It's actually not of this world. And the force behind it, powering it, making you obsess over it, that's not of this world either. The enemy of your soul is behind that current and many have gone down in his dark, powerful waters. But the one who called you to radical freedom, who designed you to be you, is the one who walks on top of those dark waters. Every encounter that you have in your life right now that pulls you to want to change yourself, to modify, to adapt who you are in order to fit better, that exact encounter was set up by your creator. He designed that very encounter that you feel like intimidates you so much. He designed it so that those people and that system and those beliefs would encounter not the modified you, but the real you. He sent you to that encounter, to that place, to shake things up just by being the real you. It was not designed to defeat you, it was designed to prove you the real you. So don't you dare submit. Don't you dare cower. Don't you dare give back one inch of the freedom you have fought so hard for. Take a deep breath, steady your feet on the sacred ground of who you really are and lift up your head to stand tall. It's time for your world to encounter you not for you to encounter the world. Bring your fire, bring your heart, bring your soul, bring your scandalous freedom. Grasp his mighty hand as he pulls you out of those dark thrashing waters that want to pull you to hide who you really are. Shake off every drop of criticism, judgment, and evaluation that you have ever let soak into your heart, your soul, or your mind. Look down as God sets your feet firm on top of the very waters that used to drown you. 
hold tight to his hand and walk on top of that water with your head held high. Now you know, he is not punishing you. He is proving you the real you. So that is a new level of honesty for me here with you guys today on the podcast. And then um, even to just share with the world, social media, whatever. What you just heard were pages that I had written to myself to remind myself of truth, to to create something written down that I could go back to um, because in those moments I was in the middle of a storm or of swells of just feeling that pull to just want to change myself, to feel safer, to um, adjust little parts of myself to where I felt like they would be perhaps less intimidating or more likable. And I'm not saying I become like a totally different person, but if you're at all familiar with the phenomenon of codependency, where we as people, it's part of how we grew up, it's how we learned to process the world, it's how we found um, that we created value, was to become completely immersed in or swept away with, for lack of a better term, the people around us and not just who they are and being like obsessed with them, but with their needs or um, their wants or their likes or their dislikes. And someone who struggles with codependency struggles to hold on to themselves in the presence of certain people or certain situations. It can be things as simple as when you go home, like if you go see your parents and you're around your mom and you just behave different or a friend who maybe comes from like a different background than you. And when you're around them, you're like, you know, you dress a little different or you talk a little different. Um, you know, I think about that episode of Friends, Love Friends, where Phoebe goes to meet Mike's parents and um, they live in a real fancy part of New York and she reaches out to Rachel Monica and is like, I need help. I'm going to meet his parents. This is where they live. And they're like, oh yeah, you you definitely can't be yourself. <laughs> so they give her a makeover and she looks like a regular manila envelope, kind of, you know, white wealthy person. She's got on a cardigan and some pearls and like, you know, a knee length skirt. Whereas if you know Phoebe, she's normally in head to toe, just like fully expressed, like 17 rings on her fingers, some wild colors, like cool hair. Like that is who, you know, she really is. But the pressure, and this was obviously a comedy. It was just, it's so familiar to us that it's something that we joke and we laugh about because the pressure on women to be pleasing is insane. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely crazy. And on top of that, put that pressure on top of a person who is just a human soul who wants love and connection and at the very, very least to not be judged, criticized, or rejected. And that force that can operate within us that can cause us to spin and to to overly focus on things and to become so obsessed with how people perceive us that it steals our life. It steals our days. And yeah, this is a theme. This is something you're going to hear from me a lot because I am somebody who struggles with that daily, but who is finding victory also in that place daily as I increasingly am learning and building my confidence in the place that I can be me and everybody else is just not my business. And even their opinions and their criticisms or the judgments of me 
that's between them and the Lord. And I don't have to pick it up and I have to carry it. But there's this crazy thing that happens. And for me, it happened in the church house. Maybe it happens in your family. Maybe it happens in your spiritual community. I don't know what that looks like for you. But there is this insane pressure to be likable, to be lovable. And inherent in that, the foundation of that is that we have to work our tail ends off to be loved, is that we have to become who we think we're supposed to be in order to have a place in this world. And it is it is just devastating to the soul of a woman. It is just crushing. And so one of the first steps out of that place and into as opposed to a place of feeling oppressed and like you have to become this other person, but into a place of great life and great joy and great celebration and satisfaction and the fulfillment of all of what's inside of you and what you love is to acknowledge it and to begin to address those places where we have believed those lies, where we have been pulled into those dark waters. So I wanted to share that because the next couple chapters that we get into on the book, um, chapters four and five, are specifically about one point in my life where I felt a tremendous amount of pressure to change myself, to smooth out my rough edges, and to become like the group norm, to become what they expected or what they um, valued and pleased and affirmed. And it's going to look different for every woman, absolutely every woman. And um, But it's so important to be able to acknowledge these places where like, oh my gosh, you know what? When I'm around this friend or I'm around this family member or when I'm in this person's meeting at work, I feel like I need to get in line. And the lines are what have been drawn for me of how I need to behave and who I need to be. There are some societal norms that are in there that are, you know, they're normal and they're essential for us to be able to behave with each other. Like, we don't want to interrupt somebody else when they're speaking because that's rude and unkind. We want to value other people, but in a healthy and an appropriate way. And I got to tell you, as women, we seem to, we don't seem to undervalue anybody outside of us. We completely undervalue ourselves and we overvalue people outside of us and beginning that work of like setting it back where you're not above or below, but you're equals. That's a, that's a big work. And it's really, really important. And the confidence and the mindset and in the perspective of a healthy, strong woman. So I hope this little mini episode, um, was encouraging to you today. And if you know somebody who's struggling, do me a favor, send them this episode, or I'm going to throw it up on, um, Instagram and Facebook, send them the video with these words of just saying, I see you. I know that you're struggling, but here's what you need to know. Those encounters were created for the world to encounter the real you, not for you to become somebody totally different. And that's a really important point. I've mentioned it kind of before in some other videos, but your people, your true people, your tribe, I mean, gosh, the man you're supposed to date or marry your husband, like they can't find you if you're running around being somebody else. We have to be ourselves. And sometimes it's a lot of work because we've spent a lifetime only becoming what we thought we were supposed to be. I can remember when I first started this work, I was I felt so lost that I had to keep a running list in my journal of things that I liked and I didn't like because I mean <laughs> I know that sounds really sad, but that was the place that I had to start. I'm like, okay, 
I like people who celebrate life. I like people who aren't judgy. I like margaritas. I like sunshine. I don't like olives. I don't like being cold. I don't like people who like to talk around other people because it makes me feel yucky when I'm around them. I mean, that sounds really basic and really simple, but as girls and as women, we have been groomed, trained, I mean, just like it's been drilled into us that we are supposed to be whatever it is that is likable. And that is a deep and a dark work against our souls. And it's time to take it back. And it starts with conversations like these and acknowledgments of these places. So I hope this encouraged you. Um, I'm going to dive into the next two chapters on the the next podcast. Um, We'll release that here shortly. And I'm so honored that you would take the time out of your day um, to throw in your headphones or put it on your car and just listen to this. And my heart always is that this is a shot of life and hope and encouragement and sass and badassery into your soul because I know you need it. I know I do too. I do this as much for me as I do it for you guys. And I just love you. I'm incredibly grateful for you. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Ooh, girl, we did some work today. I hope you leave this episode with a smile on your face, feeling a little more badass and a lot more brave because this world needs the real you. It's time to stop hiding. The real you is the best you. It's time to let that girl out. If you loved this episode, text it to your friends, screenshot it, tag me on Instagram or Facebook, and as always, leave a review. If you haven't, grab yourself a copy of my book, Confessions of a High-Strung Woman, over on Amazon, where we dive into all things high-strung woman, self-care, finding our boundaries and sacred ground, and dealing with and harnessing the power of our big emotions as women. Let's be friends on socials. On Instagram, you can find me at Abby Walker Official, and you can also find me and meet other incredible, strong, badass women over on Facebook and our group, High Strung Sisterhood. Just search for it and come hang out. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had the best time with you. I can't wait for next time, but in the meantime, give them hell today, sis. I'm in your corner.